Yeah, I had to watch um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with my dad and girlfriend last night. It was weird. Yeah, I, that, mm -mm, no. Yeah. (laughs) What, did you Netflix party with him or something? Disney Plus has like a Netflix party type thing now. Of course they do. And I mentioned it when I was on the phone with with him and her and she was like, oh my God, we should do that. And I was like, fuck. Why did you say that? (laughs) Why would you bring that up? They are old. They never would have figured it out. Like they would never have known it existed. You just opened a can of worms for yourself. I did, and she bit right on. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> God, the minute, <laughs> the minute you said, "Oh, it has this feature," and I was on the phone, I was like, "Well, here we go. I know exactly what you're gonna say, and I'm sorry, but st- yeah, you only got yourself to blame for that one, because yeah." <laughs> You'll be lucky if you don't get roped into like a weeknight or a weekly, you know, movie night or some shit like that. Oh my God. (laughs) Hey, but here's the thing. At least it's virtual. At least you're not there with them. So you could be like, you could be stoned out your mind or what the fuck ever. They don't need to know that you're watching Guardians 2. Yeah, you see? So that's, I mean... (laughs) Although I would suggest doing that if you were watching in person too, but you know, whatever. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think what I could tell because I have not been on the phone with him twice while still on my mind and he did not. Yeah. Hold on. Not my freaking security antivirus thing. Hold on. Cancel. <laughs> it always happens when I restart my computer. Okay. My first ex just tagged me and 49 other friends in a holiday bourbon exchange. Buddy, no. <laughs> what the fuck? A holiday bourbon exchange? Yeah. Hey, bourbon drinking friends, which is most of you, let's create some positivity and fill our cabinets, which have been depleted leading up to the holidays. Anyone interested in a holiday bourbon exchange? I know it's early, but I think we could use some bourbon and fun. Who doesn't need a distraction? Doesn't matter where you live, you're welcome to join. You only have to buy one bottle of bourbon valued at $45 or more. Okay, so a good bottle of bourbon and send it to one secret bourbon lover. Afterwards, you will receive anywhere from six to 36 bourbon bottles. This sounds like a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> oh my God, I just listened to an episode of The Dollop that explained like where that name came from, Ponzi. Um, <laughs> but also it does. <laughs> All right, so are we ready? Yeah, I guess we are ready. Okay, so yeah, I'm Gilda. And I'm Steph. And you are listening to Saturday Night High, the podcast where we get stoned and talk about Saturday Night Live. And we're talking about season 46, episode seven, hosted by Jason Bateman. And the musical guest was... Morgan Wallen. Yes. And yeah, although I wrote down Morgan Wallace in my notes, which is why I just got really weirded out. I just looked at that and I was like, wait a minute. I had a whole moment. <laughs> I was going to say, no, <laughs> normally you pause before like names you don't know how to pronounce, but you paused. And I was like, I, I, I don't think this is that difficult. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I should say something. 
So I just wrote it down wrong. I don't know why. So, yeah, we are talking about this episode. Morgan Wallen, yeah, he was scheduled to be the musical guest earlier this season. I believe it was the second episode with Bill Burr, but he was caught partying and making out with some ladies and he had to get he had to be postponed to later this season. So, yeah, I was actually I will say I do not like country music. It is not my preferred music of choice. I like older country music, Willie Nelson, Dolly Parton, like, you know, the actual country Mm. stuff. Like Johnny Cash. I love me some Johnny Cash, but. Oh, yeah. I'm not much for like stadium country rock. And Bo Burnham has an amazing bit about stadium country rock. But last night, I, I don't know. Something about Morgan Wallen worked. And I don't know if I liked his face or if I liked his raspy voice or his self-deprecating sense of humor, but I was fucking into it. It was really confusing. That is confusing. I did not feel that. I guess country music right now makes me think a little bit too much of you know who, so. Gross. (laughs) <laughs> See, I, I can't I can't hear the chain smokers without thinking of him and I'm just like oh I like that Whoa. I forgot about that oh god yeah I know I hate when that happens to music I know it's like god damn it like I like my shitty pop leave it alone I, I want to enjoy it without being like ew Right. That was a thing. Anyway, we are still not talking about this episode. My God. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we got going with the cold. Oh, um, listener discretion is advised. We talk about sex, drugs, inappropriate shit. Uh, if you haven't figured that out by now, I mean, we're 10 minutes into this. So um, yeah, maybe put an ear pod in or an air pod or whatever the fuck they're called put something in so your little stone hear us <laughs> talking about inappropriate stuff anyway now that we've covered our asses we can get going <laughs> the cold open i was so fucking thrilled i had a feeling it was going to be this simply because it was like it's been like two fucking years since we've had a non-presidential political cold open like it was so fucking refreshing yeah <laughs> and I just love seeing Kate's Rudy Giuliani anytime, any day. The fucking hands get me every time. Oh my God, the hands. The hands are what fucking sell it. And okay, so the sketch was the hearing in um, Minnesota, Michigan, one of the northern states. Michigan? Where Tr- Michigan? I think it was Michigan. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> the one that I've been to. <laughs> <laughs> um. The woman was like super intoxicated and alleging voter fraud in a really ridiculous way. And just like, ah, did you sign a sheet of paper? It was really bad. So I was really happy to see that they chose that to mock because it was such a bizarre political happening that it was like, is this not SNL? Like I literally thought it was a joke when I saw it at first. I thought it was a fucking, like yeah, lady comedian on Twitter killing it. And then I realized it was reality. I mean, that lady had actually been compared to a Cecily Strong character like earlier, like before this episode aired. She yeah. Been compared to um, one of her characters. So it was perfect to see her playing yeah. this absolutely batshit woman who was on TV. Yeah. And I'm happy that Cecily Strong is back. This is her, uh, she was absent for the first six episodes as she was filming the movie, I think. 
So yeah, now we're only missing She's 80. So I love her. Oh, yeah. Also, Cecily did break a little bit when she said, she had the line about like titties at the end. She started yeah. to break. I love that so much. She said that she was, uh, it wasn't a drink that she had a martini in her hand, but it wasn't a drink. It was the vaccine. And she got it first because she had comorbid titties. <laughs> and then like, it completely went off the rails in that Pete Davidson and Kyle Mooney were playing like militia men from, I, I don't even want to call them militia men, like fucking domestic terrorists from Michigan threatening to kidnap the governor. And they were like, oh, what are you going to do with her once you get her? And they're like, uh, we're going to yell at her. It was so fucking perfect. And he was good this episode. He was. I'm really happy that he's kind of starting to branch out a bit and do, I don't know, he's just in the episodes a bit more and he looks good. He looks healthy. Yeah. So, yeah. And this was Lauren Holt's first uh, live from New York and you could tell her face. She was just like, oh my God, I'm shouting it. And it was great. It made me happy. Yeah, that was cute. She didn't really do much else during the sketch. No. But I thought she played a great, uh, not a straight man character, but kind of just like, you know, it's not straight man, but you know what I mean? Like it's, she wasn't there to be funny. She was there to be like the the serious one to Cecily Strong's batshit drunk bitch. Yeah, just kind of, just kind of there. Who, okay, who who else was just kind of there was Jason Bateman who aged like a fine wine, I'll say it. Like, (laughs) he did his little monologue and talked about how 15 years ago he was on the show um so he had to have made a hell of an impression and yeah and that he was in a sketch with a monkey and that the chimpanzee if they were doing it now it would be like a kid in a chimp suit or you know a stuffed animal but they had an actual chimpanzee there and in the good nights he had he had it on a leash and i guess it went at his face He's like, and the thing that really got me is that, you know, a monkey just tried to attack my face. And like the camera's panning across the whole stage. It's like, nobody cares. It's like, and then later they say, oh, he wants to apologize. And, you know, he knows what he did was wrong. And he's like, well, you know, I mean, everyone deserves a second chance. But on the other hand, maybe he's still snacky. (laughs) Yeah. And then he said that, uh, he had the monkey destroyed, which to me had the same energy as like that thing in Chevy Chase's Weekend Update where he talks about like a, a little zoo baby getting stomped to death. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't like that particularly all that much, but eh, I, I thought, I mean, his deadpan line about it saying, oh, it was my choice, lessons have to be learned. Like he he really does play a very good deadpan. Like I, he has fucking his talent, his comedic talent is there, and I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we see him host again in the next five years because he actually blended very well into this show. I agree. Yeah. So, and I think he, I mean, he's a bigger name than he was 15 years ago. 15 years ago, he was probably on there promoting Arrested Development or some shit. Like it wasn't. He wasn't. Jason Bateman. Now he's been in probably half a dozen things I could name off the top of my head, although I'm stoned right now. So not right now, maybe in like two hours. <laughs> yeah. This is like our second time mentioning Arrest Development this week. I feel like I need to watch it. 
So yeah, anyway, yeah. The next sketch was a recurring sleepover bit, which I, I feel like, I, I don't know, the joke has kind of been done before. I wasn't. The joke has been done and Adam Driver did it really well. And so hard to follow that yeah. up. Jason, sorry to say. It's really hard to follow that up. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, Jason Bateman's daughter was having a sleepover and one of the girls got a period stain on the couch and then she put the ca- put the cushion in the washing machine, which then sunk it, in, which then set the stain in. Excuse me. And then she put it in the dryer, which like melted something. So then she took a pillow from the bed and put it on the couch, but bled on that too. So then she cut a hole in the carpet. And it's obvious that Kate McKinnon is the one that did this because she's covered in feathers and suds. And yeah, there was one line, I think it was Melissa Villasenor, who wasn't in a ton of stuff tonight, but uh, they were talking about, uh, Kate McKinnon was talking about like gates opening. (laughs) She's like, don't talk about my gate. (laughs) I was like, oh shit. (laughs) But she was pretty good in this. Yeah, I did yeah. enjoy some of the lines, but it was yeah, just like beat for beat, the same thing that we've already seen. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it wasn't fresh. It was funny, but it wasn't original. So a few points ducked for that. Although Kate McKinnon talking about her experiences and being like, I was on the pill and my body, something <laughs> like my, my body <laughs> took pill. my... He rejected the pill, took my IUD, rusted it, and spit it out. And it was like, shit, my IUD, my IUD ain't do that. <laughs> I was like, that does not happen, sister. <laughs> and, uh, and the final line of um, the final line of the sketch that really got me was Kate McKinnon saying, "All right, just tell the hot dad that you kill build this living room." It's like. Her delivery on that one was really good. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, but yeah, then the next sketch was it was it was so much. I can't even really begin to explain. It starts out and it's Santa, but then it gets into it and it's actually a remake of the Stan music video by Eminem, except yeah. it's Pete Davidson is new and he wants a PS5 from Santa. <laughs> yeah. Everything about this sketch was perfect. It checked every single box for me. Musically, it was fucking amazing. Impression-wise, spot on. You had Pete Davidson as Stu. You had Bowen Yang as Elton John, and I audibly shrieked. Like, oh my God, Kate McKinnon was playing, is it Dido? Um, I think that's how you say the name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think. Oops, if not, sorry. Um, but it, it was so fucking good. And then I was already like, holy shit, this is one of the best pre-tapes I have seen in years. And at the end, you get fucking Eminem, who's like, he's kind of retired at this point-ish. Like, he's 50-something. He doesn't really make all that many statements. And he's at the end of the video saying, ooh, Slim Shady was real good this year. Sorry, Stu, or whatever it was. I was like, holy fucking shit. Eminem had some good comedic timing. Yeah, like what a fight! It was like that. 
Like, such a sense of humor. I was all over it. In all caps, I have on page four of my notes, OMFG, Stan, Stu, Torn. It's not the song Torn. It's the song Thank You. I got it confused with Natalie and Prulia's Torn last night. I don't know why. Bowen Yang is Elton. <laughs> and Bowen Yang is Elton. That happened after I texted you. Are you watching? I am dead. Like that oh was. Oh my God. <laughs> and then I was, I was already like. Got to sleep fucking i was just like losing my damn mind and then eminem was on the screen at which point in like three inch tall caps letters is holy fuck eminem so yeah that was my i almost said let me show you but that's not gonna help the podcast so <laughs> let's just look yeah <laughs> oh my god but bone yank oh, he was so good in that and then the next thing too he was he was pretty good in it yeah um I am not going to lie. I missed the first part of it because I was explaining Stu to that one. Um, Damn. But she, I, from what I got, it was an outdoor like club or cabaret show. And the woman in this partner had been stuck on a cruise ship for nine months and had no idea what was going on in the world. So she didn't know why everyone was wearing protective gear and masks and they were sitting right next to each other. And Jason Bateman was like visibly, he was like, oh, you're not taking precautions. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a weird, like, let's remember COVID. But then they sang um, that song. What was the song? Oh, happy times, days. Are you here again? Yeah, I didn't really care much for that one. It was just like, all right, filler. Although, honestly, yeah, they were talking about like all the germs and whatnot. And I was just like, oh my God, gross. And I cannot believe that like we went to Disney and I used to go to concerts regularly and like shouted words into the air and inhaled like 60,000 people's droplets. Like I what the hell i don't know that i'm ever going to be able to do that again anyways just because now that you think about it it's so fucking disgusting yeah that like hot dog that they were passing around that did kind of like oh (laughs) yeah i was like oh you have to buy food if you want to if you want to stay you can't just buy drinks and i only have one hot dog left so everyone gets a bite it's like I used to share joints with people at concerts, like something that was in someone else's mouth that I had never met and I would never see again. And I'm like, yo, weed, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next thing was also COVID related. It was Christmas conversations, um, telling your mom over FaceTime that you are not coming home for Christmas. This sketch really played well in this apartment because we are kind of dealing with this right now. Lauren Holt tells her mother, Heidi Gardner, that she won't be coming home for Christmas. And she says, oh, honey, that's fine. I just want you to be safe. And Lauren Holt's like, really? Oh my God, thank you. And her mother's like, yeah. And so since you're not coming home, I guess I should just throw your stocking in the fire. (laughs) It it goes from zero zero to 10 real quick. Yeah, but it ended with a really cute, someday soon we'll all be together, stay safe from SNL. And I was like, aw. Yeah, that was cute. I thought that Kenan Thompson kind of totally stole the show from wherever he was. It seemed like he was filming this remotely. I don't know where, but like he was in a completely different type of setting than everyone else. Yeah, I he um, 
I'm pretty sure he's in LA right now. I don't know if he's filming something or if, um, I don't know if he's filming something or if he's uh, just quarantining pre-holidays because, I mean, if he's in New York for the next two weeks, that could fuck up his Christmas and I know he has kids. So yeah, but he definitely stole the show on the FaceTime with Ego Nuotum and Punky, Punky Johnson. Why can I never remember if there's a T or not? Um, where he pops into the phone call and it was funny because he and Punky were apparently quarantining in separate rooms of the household for safety. I was like, what the fuck? You don't need to do that. Are there other issues going on? Um, but he on the phone. Like your daughter is not coming home for Christmas. And he's like, oh, that's okay, baby. We love you anyways. And she's like, no. It's like, damn it, come home for Christmas. There's, we love you unconditionally. Nope. We love you conditionally. She's like, just tell me what you want me to say. I'll say it. <laughs> he was great. I laughed so hard at that. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, and then we went into a sketch which poked fun at Morgan Wallen's uh, postponed SNL appearance. And it starts with a cue card that says, oh, two months ago in Alabama. And it's Morgan Wallen, and he's actually in the sketch. And I thought, you know what? Okay, he's being a good sport. Like, this is poking fun at himself, realizing what he did was stupid, and letting everyone watching know that he still realizes this. So, yeah, he's in a bar, and he's like, oh, he, uh, a female fan comes over and asks if she can take a picture, and I guess they start making out. And he's like, but only if you don't post it on social media, just TikTok. She's like, just TikTok. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, come on. And then Morgan Wallen is visited by uh, future versions of himself, one month in the future, two months in the future. And these versions are played by Jason Bateman, Bowen Yang. And when they show up, I think when Jason Bateman shows up, Morgan Wallen's like, whoa, pot smoke? Jason Bateman's like, no, man, just, just time machine. And Pete, when Pete Davidson shows up on the other side of the room, Morgan Wallen's like, oh, wow, you in the time machine too? He's like, no, that was actually a cloud of, cloud of pot smoke this time. And it was so perfect. I enjoyed Pete Davidson in the sketch a lot. Yeah, he really made this sketch for me. I mean, along with getting to look at Morgan Wallen, which we're not going to talk about. Wow. Yeah, no, I was kind of just like, mm, this felt to me like some sort of PR thing for Morgan Wallen that I would rather be spent doing other things, but whatever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> feels dumb about what he did and I'm pretty sure I'm not sure if I was just putting words in my mind but I think the cue card at the beginning said the University of Alabama I think this was supposed to be a uh like a University of Alabama party I couldn't tell though maybe I just gaslighted myself that entire time and that wasn't but if it was that would make it worse yeah I have I actually don't remember I just know it said Alabama two months ago because they were at a bar, but yeah, I don't know. Fair. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, and then we went into the first musical performance by Morgan Wallen, which was Seven Summers, and yeah, I like his voice. Then we went into Weekend Update. Pretty excellent Weekend Update, I'll say. It was solid. I like, I like Colin Joe's, uh message to Donald Trump at the beginning. He, he was kind, he was beautiful, he was need to go. <laughs> yeah. 
I laughed so fucking hard at um, the line about how the people, the first people who are going to actually get the vaccine for COVID are the guests of Colin and Scarlett's holiday yacht party. That was so fucking funny. (laughs) The like photoshopped. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It was, uh... and then Michael Tate continues to joke about the vaccine saying that he's black so he automatically does not trust vaccines and i i mean he has a point it's not like there's not you know what's it the tuskegee the syphilis exp- i mean like th- there's a fuck ton of them there's a lot i was gonna say this is not just one or two like but i thought it was funny and that he was saying that uh he uh He's very confused because while he's black and he doesn't trust the vaccines, he's on a white TV show, so he might get the real one. <laughs> that was great. Jay was really good yeah. in this one. He was. Um, there was also a line about how the presidents, uh, three former presidents, said they were going to get the COVID vaccine on air to inspire confidence and they to to make sure they bring in the most target demographics. Barack Obama would get his vaccine on MSNBC. George Bush would get his on Fox News and Bill Clinton would get his on Brazzers. And Michael Shea's like, I don't even know what that is. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> that was really great when he said that. Um, yeah, and then Pete Davidson came on and talked about some Staten Island drama. Um, and I found out there was a Pete Davidson vibrator on Etsy. So yeah, he said it was uh, pretty cool. How do they know how wide it is? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that was his bit, his Staten Island bit was great. And then uh, there was a joke that I think Jost made that uh, Donald Trump would offer Jared Kushner a pardon for one night with Jared's wife. <laughs> The audience reaction to that was so great. <laughs> the audience, the vibe, the audience vibe last night was good. Like they, it was a good, it was a good feel. Yeah, I agree. And then. Oh, to be in the audience right now. Oh, right. I mean, I feel like that would automatically get me excited. The fact that I'm like seeing something happen in person, I'd be like, oh fuck God. yeah, this is already the coolest thing I've done this year. Like, you know, doesn't matter if the show sucks. I'm sitting in a room with 30 other people. Like you guys don't understand how cool that Ooh. is. Right? I know. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I think towards the end of Weekend Update, I think the jokes were swapped and they didn't say anything. To the, to the crowd about it because there were a few jokes that it seemed like neither of them knew were coming or that like I don't see Jost having written the Hamilton uh they're eyeing a July 4th return and hopefully they'll cast some white actors this time god damn it like that feels like Che to me that is not Colin Jost so yeah. if I had to guess I know they've I, I know I've mentioned it before I I'm, I'm, I see them leaving after the Christmas episode, halfway through the season. I think that's what Seth Meyers did. I think that's what Amy Poehler did when they were on update desks and whatnot. So I think they're just kind of swapping jokes and going for it. And cause I mean, what is going to happen? What's Lauren going to do? Fire them with two shows left in their thing? Like that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, Heidi Gardner did her, um, what's, what's it called? YouTube 
teen critic character, Bailey something. Bailey Gizmert. <laughs> yeah. Which was, she was talking about, uh, you know, you can't do that anymore at a lot of different um, things, kind of valid. But <laughs> one was, um, you can't do that anymore at American Beauty with the plastic bags. I thought that was pretty funny. That was funny. Yeah, not where I thought it was going, obviously, because Trey was like, oh, yeah, right, Kevin Spacey. She's like, no, I don't, I don't know about that. And it's like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. No, and then uh, she was talking, yeah, uh, she was talking about how her father was making her watch all of these old movies. And Shay's like, ooh, Casablanca? Uh, what movie? Kane. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, she's like, no, like, Forrest Gump. She's like, you can't do it. She's like, I've only known Tom Hanks as David S. Pumpkins, and he has overcome so much. She's like, no, no, he was acting. She's like, you can't do that anymore. They should have, they should have cast a Forrest Gump. And it's like, oh my God, like valid point about representation in movies. Like not wrong. Forrest Gump is really fucking problematic. And that occurs to me more and more every time I watch it. It's a fucking problematic, depressing movie. She really says how it's a gray area that he slept with Jenny. I was like, yeah, girl, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, that was the end of weekend update, which again, yeah, solid. Yeah. Then we had a um <laughs> it was a mall Santa visit during COVID. And so Mr. and Mrs. Claus are in these like those hamster ball things. <laughs> Kyle Mooney was a elf. It was we it was he was a virtual elf. I don't know. I don't know it what was, this was. <laughs> yeah, it was like <laughs> It honestly, it was just a, it felt to me just like a silly sketch that was simply there for the sole purpose of physical comedy and us seeing Jason Bateman and Cecily Strong roll around the set and hamster balls destroying shit. Like that was honestly it, but I didn't mind it because it was really fucking funny. And yeah, Kyle Mooney was a virtual elf on an iPad and you had to stick your hands in his tummy to get hand sanitizer. And I was just like, oh no. And Cecily Strong has cupcakes in her snow globe, which her snow globe looked like it was deflating. And she was like trying to hold it up away from her head so she could see. And I thought that was really, I thought that was funny too. Um, but yeah, it just ended with Jason Bateman and Cecily Strong. I guess they were recently separated, but still living together. And it turns out they still love each other. It was, there was a lot. It was funny. Yeah. It was just fun and goofy. I yeah. liked it. I liked the goofy, you know, mall Santa. Yeah, it was, yeah, it didn't have, like, a secret message or, you know, it wasn't satirizing anything. It was just fun. And I did, the one line that really worked for me was when after, uh, I almost called him Justin Bateman, Jason Bateman, um, after he fell off of the snow globe stand, he's like, I told you to secure the base. She's like, oh, I, I thought that was a political thing. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I forgot about that line. That was a good line. That was very good. And then we had Morgan Wallen too. He performed Still Going Down, which is like the cheesiest, most stereotypical country stadium rock. And I didn't 
like the song, I still like his voice. I wrote with a little asterisk, asterisk. Normally I hate this and tonight I don't. He had the sleeves ripped off of his shirt. Oh God, I hated it so much. I hated it so much. Yeah. I was like, oh. I was like, why am I watching this right now on my TV? It's 2020. I should not be subjected to mm-hmm. some man singing with the sleeves of his shirt like that. Nope. No, I again, a t-shirt, a fucking White Hanes t-shirt would have looked so much cooler. Ooh. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that would have looked good. Like jeans and a white like farm work shirt. Like that would have looked awesome. That's like a Brian Adams look. And then the 10 to 1 I don't even know I don't even know what it was why it was there other than they needed to fill time and Kyle Mooney likes obscure stuff yeah (laughs) um on the uh on reddit they do this like thing called sketch sorting sunday where they uh sort sketches Yeah. yeah um and heard this sketch everything was like cut to me really enjoying the sketch and I was like well th- those are some bold statements like it was an okay sketch um yeah it was just yeah it was kind of just there for time and it was just Kyle Mooney saying cut to and some really ridiculous stuff uh I did laugh when at the end he was dancing with no shirt on I don't know I guess that kind of thing <laughs> gets me giggling but <laughs> That was funny. His excitement in his little dream music video of having nailed the bit was very funny, but it was just like five dudes sitting around making jokes and Kyle Mooney always took it one step too far 10 minutes after the joke had ended. And it was, it was weird. Yeah, it was just him singing about killing the bit and it was, it was, yeah, it was another music video but you really can't top Stu. You know what I'm saying? No, no. It's like if this had aired in another week, it might have had a shot, but Stu is something that I'm going to be rewatching for years to come because it was just so perfect. I, yeah. So what was your favorite sketch? Get this, it's Stu. (laughs) Yeah, I have a tie for mine. It was, well, I don't think I can... My favorite was Stu. I wanted it to be the Christmas conversation because the Christmas conversation was just so fucking accurate and hilarious and totally parodied how parents across the country are freaking out that you're not going to come home for Christmas because there's a fucking pandemic happening and it's not safe. Um, Yeah, but you're right. It was Stu. Yeah, really can't, can't be... Pete Davidson in that one. Um, mm-hmm. My least favorite was probably more uh, the Morgan Wallen two months ago. Sketch. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Terrible. For, yeah. So I I would I'm gonna disagree and say that my word. Well, not disagreeing. It's that's your worst sketch. That's your opinion. You're allowed to think that. <laughs> I'm gonna disagree. My worst sketch was whatever the fuck they let Kyle Mooney do. <laughs> and that, yeah, that that's fair. <laughs> like, like that was just, I, I don't know why. It was just like, they were like, go write something and we'll throw it on if we have time. That could have been for me 
a cut for time and something else could have slotted in or they could have made something else a bit longer. I don't know. I, I guess I would just rather watch um, Kyle Mooney doing that weird cut to sketch than Morgan Wallen's like PR. Yeah, it did feel the Morgan Wallen thing did feel placed. So, yeah. Yeah, so next week on Saturday Night Live, we have uh, Timothy Chalamet, 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 the twerpy fuck that wears all black and doesn't know how to make out with bitches, Uh, and Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band as the musical guests. I heard his name pronounced as Timothee once. I don't know if that's correct, but yeah, I don't know how to pronounce that whole man's name. Um, <laughs> I appreciated your thing that you sent a few days ago. Timothy Chalamet is in like Megan the Stallion, and <laughs> it's like fuck it, that that's funny because they're the same age. They don't fucking act like it. <laughs> no, and I would also like to say that I, in a conversation with my mother two weeks ago was like yo bruce springsteen got a new album out he's on jack antonoff's latest single probably gonna be on snl because when the Eastry band is on snl it's december they always do the christmasy shows and i really want jack antonoff to show up to play chinatown next week so girl can dream but yeah so i think that's it for us you can find us uh on every podcast platform and we have a gmail you can send us things whether it's product recommendations or suggestions critiques uh that is satnighthighpod at gmail.com our social media username is satnighthighpod on twitter reddit and instagram on twitter it's spelled n-i-t-e for character limit we're also on facebook saturday night high podcast yeah, and our website is satnighthighpod.com. And yeah, I'm Gilda. And I'm Steph. Happy, Happy eyes. eyes.